Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Bible Blender Show, where we take an unbiased, interesting, and occasionally provocative deep dive into the Bible scriptures. As we delve into the scripture, I encourage you to have a copy of the Bible on hand so that you can follow along. Alternatively, you can visit BibleBlender.com for a complete translation of the Bible, along with detailed notes on today's lesson. I'm Brian Haddock, broadcasting from Dallas, Texas. Hope you enjoy the show. Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. This is covered in Genesis 2, 4 through 3, 24. And where the first chapter in Genesis detailed the events of the creation, this chapter takes a closer look at the creation events that took place, focusing on the creation of man and woman. In just five days, God created the heavens, the earth, and light. After creating the animals, he recognized that he needed someone to watch over them, someone to reign at the top of the food chain. He created man. God took dirt, formed a man from it, breathed life into it, and he named this first man, of course, Adam. God created a, a beautiful garden in a place called Eden. And in this garden, he put trees, plants, lakes, and animals. And flowing from Eden was a river that split into four separate rivers. Those rivers are named as Pishon, Gihon, Tigris, and the Euphrates. God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden and instructed him to care for it. He asked Adam to watch over and give names to all of the animals. In the middle of the garden, there was a tree that God called the Tree of Life and another called the Tree of the Knowledge of Good and Evil. Adam and, and later Eve could eat from the Tree of Life forever. However, God told Adam that he could not eat fruit from the Tree of Knowledge and he explained to Adam that, that if he ate from the Tree of Knowledge, he would die. After watching Adam for a while, God realized that, that it was not good for Adam to be alone. And this time, rather than using dirt, he put Adam to sleep and took a rib from his body while he was sleeping. And it was from this rib that God created a woman named Eve. Adam and Eve wore no clothes, but they weren't ashamed. Now, now in the Garden of Eden was a snake that, that was deceitful and, and evil. The snake saw Eve in the garden one day, and he asked her, Did God really tell you not to eat from the tree of knowledge? And Eve explained to the snake that God had indeed told them they could eat anything they wanted, but not to eat from the tree of knowledge or they would surely die. And so the snake told Eve, you surely will not die. God just doesn't want you to eat the fruit from the tree of knowledge because he knows if you do, your eyes will be opened and you'll understand the difference between good and evil. Eating fruit from the tree of knowledge will make you just like him. The snake succeeded in tricking Eve. She, she ate fruit from the forbidden tree. The fruit looked good, and Eve thought it would be nice to know the difference between good and evil. Eve convinced Adam to eat some of the fruit, too. And as the name of the tree implies, after eating fruit from the tree of knowledge, Adam and Eve's eyes were open, and they suddenly felt that being naked was uncomfortable. They sewed leaves from a fig tree together to make clothes to cover themselves up with. Adam and Eve knew that, that they had made a big mistake. They, they heard God walking through the Garden of Eden, so they, they hid. God called out to them. Adam explained that, that they were afraid and, and that they felt ashamed because they were naked. So God asked them, who told you that you were naked? Did you eat from the tree of knowledge? Adam and Eve ex explained to God how the snake had tricked Eve into eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge and how, how Adam had eaten some too. So God told the snake that, that because he tricked Adam and Eve into eating the fruit, the snake would forever crawl around on its belly, and then animals and people would forever be afraid of it and try to kill it. As with all decisions, there are consequences for the decisions that we make. The consequences that God put on Adam and Eve 
would forever change the way people act, feel, and behave. Women from this point onward would, would feel pain during childbirth. Men would forever work hard for their food and shelter, and people would no longer live forever, but instead would grow old and die. God made clothes for Adam and Eve and covered them up. Then he sent them from the Garden of Eden and put an angel at the garden's entrance to keep them from ever returning again. So what does this story mean to us today? All people have responsibilities, things that, that they need to do or take care of. In God's plan, if you fail to meet your responsibilities, then you have to be held accountable. You are the one to blame and must suffer the consequences of your actions yourself. This is what we call accountability. I mean, Adam's responsibility was, was to care for the garden and, and obey God. Instead, Adam chose to disobey God, and as such, he was held accountable for his actions. If we obey God's rules, he'll be pleased with our behavior. And it's also important to note that the devil, the snake, came to Adam and Eve in disguise. Uh, the devil's devious, and his presence is, is not always so matter-of-fact. Additional thoughts and considerations. Uh, firstly, some, some may find it funny or, or puzzling that God created animals and people out of dust or dirt. However, note that after we die, our bodies decay and turn back into dirt completing God's ingenious cycle. Also note that, that the creation of the first man was unique. Adam was formed from dirt or nothing. Eve, however, was formed from a part of Adam, a rib containing human DNA. Going forward, the, the process of human creation involved natural procreation, a judicious biological mechanism to replicate life. When considering the story of Adam and Eve, it helps to recognize that, that the Bible story begins in paradise when, the, when there is no sin, transforms into a world with sin, and concludes with a return to paradise and no sin, i.e. heaven. Genesis is, is the opening of our story. It's the beginning of man's struggle between wrong and right. Finally, note that God states that Adam will die if he eats fruit from the tree of knowledge. This did not mean that he, that he would instantly drop dead the moment he consumed, consumed the forbidden fruit, but rather that, that Adam would become mortal. And regardless of the Garden of Eden's tree of life, which, which gave immortality, Adam will now age and die. So, why a tree of knowledge? Why, why a tree of life? Whether the story of Adam and Eve is based on historical facts, God chose to teach original man, or, or a metaphorical story, illustrates one, one of the core concepts of the Bible, the, the concept of consequences for the decisions we make. You can envision the tree of life as God's good grace, his blessings bestowed on us if we follow his teachings and, and stay true to his word. Uh, the tree of knowledge can be thought of as man's God-given right to choose a secular life. God instructed Adam and Eve to avoid the tree of knowledge, but, but he left them the choice to obey his command or satisfy their curiosity. The choice was simple. Stay in God's good grace and he will watch over you, or choose to think for yourself and become responsible for your actions. Um, a little bit about the science behind the story. I mean, what is Eden? 
Eden literally means delight or, or place of much water. And it suggests that the Garden of Eden was, was some sort of paradise surrounded by water. Where is it located? Well, the, the Bible gives us a, a few clues where the Garden of Eden is located, but don't get too excited. You're not going to run out and find it. Uh, the Bible says that, that a river flowed out of Eden, that the river split into four rivers. The, the Pishon River, uh, which the Bible says has gold in it. The, the Gihon River, the, the river that flows around the land of Cush. And the Tigris River, the river that, that flows east of Assyria. And then finally, the, the Euphrates River. So given the references to the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers, some people put the location of the Garden of Eden in, in Iraq or Mesopotamia, somewhere between the cities of Najaf and Kufa. Others, however, think that the Garden of Eden was located in Africa because there's an area there known as Kush and a river known as, as Gihon, although it, it, this theory is generally discounted today. Um, still others theorize that, that the Garden of Eden was located in, in Turkey or, or Syria. The, the problem we have is that two of the rivers named, the Pashan and the Gihon, are unknown. Uh, it's likely that, that Pishon is, is derived from push, which means to spring up. Uh, similarly, Gihon is likely based on the verb that means to burst forth. So both names seem to hint towards a body of water springing from the earth, i.e. A, a natural spring waters, which, you know, they, those can dry up and go away on a whim. It's also hard to, to pinpoint the location because of confusion on the names of the rivers given in the Bible. Some rivers with those same names exist today, while, while other rivers with those same names exist in other parts of the world. Many think it can never be found be, because the flood of Noah changed the way rivers flow around the world. And also the, the flood probably wiped out the Garden of Eden and, and may have buried it under dirt and debris. So generally, the, the geological movement of the continents may have forever put the true geographical location of the Garden of Eden beyond our reach. Uh, we talked a little bit about the theory of evolution in the previous show. Um, that's an oft-debated topic between scientists and, and theologians. Scientists believe that man evolved over time, uh, that certain inherited human characteristics changed with successive generations. Some religious scholars argue that, that God created man as is, while others point out that the Bible really doesn't take a hard stance either way. It's worthy to note that, that the Bible clearly points out a notable evolution in inherent human characteristics in the Adam and Eve story. The Adam and Eve before partaking of the tree of knowledge are dramatically different from the Adam and Eve that knew no sin. If you would like more information about today's show, including detail, pictures, video, in article links to word definitions, reference verses, and more, visit BibleBlender.com. And remember to send any questions or comments about this show or anything you'd like me to cover on upcoming shows to feedback at BibleBlender.com. For an introduction to Bible Blender and its purpose and stance on the biblical text, check out our introductory episode or visit the About page on BibleBlender.com. Until next time, stay safe, be happy, and continue studying and living by the Word of God.